0: happy friday everyone welcome to episode 84 of the scarlet faithful podcast i am your host co-founder of the scarlet faithful aaron brightman thanks so much for those of you that have listened and watched this week it's been a pretty eventful week with Rutgers men's basketball uh, all the news in terms of uh, early entrance uh withdrawing from the nba draft so i wanted to take this episode and really make it a about appreciation for where Rutgers athletics is currently where they need to go as a whole, but also taking a minute to just stop and look around the landscape of college athletics right now and realize that Rutgers is in a pretty good position. Things could certainly be better, but overall, there's a lot of instability right now in college athletics. NIL we know has caused a lot in terms of the off-seasons in terms of roster instability now. But I'm talking even bigger than that. I'm talking about conference realignment now becoming another round of changes. And the landscape, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty tumultuous right now. You have ACC schools meeting and, and determining if they can financially, you know, what terms they can get out of the conference. You have UConn. Toying with the, the Big Twelve or, or having conversations with the Big Twelve, there's a lot of uh, it's a pretty polarizing subject within their fan base. There's the Pac-12, you know, is that going to be around in two, three years from now? It's it's hard hard to know at this moment. So I think appreciating that Rutgers is in the Big Ten, and yes, things could be better, right? The, the as a whole athletics this past year last year was the best year for Rutgers athletics in a long time unfortunately they weren't able to repeat with that this past year most teams ended up far- faring worse results wise didn't have nearly as many teams in the ncaa tournament in terms of the directors cup Rutgers is going to finish worse uh than they did last year we still have uh, two athletes, Chloe Tenberg and Cecilia Robinson, competing at the NCAA Outdoor uh, Championships next week. And then the athletics year will be fully over. Rutgers rowing did get some some points in the Directors Cup this past weekend with a 15th place finish at nationals. Should be a consistent program now. So, results-wise, you know, a, a lot of teams that are good programs had disappointing ends to their season. But what I'm encouraged by in, in this aspect of appreciation is that there is stability still. You know, let's look at football. Greg Ciano going into his fourth year. I know I get it. There's some people that are fed up. There's some people that are not very hopeful for next season. There's some obvious, you know, concerns on the field in terms of offensive line, in terms of the offense in general. How much depth is there overall? But just you know, I look at this weekend, and and they have as big of a list and as high end of a list of recruits taking official visits this weekend. Then I think they've had in a long time, and it's not just New Jersey recruits, and I, I'm I'm that makes me most encouraged because they're getting kids from all over the country uh, to visit. You know, you have um, D.D. Holmes is this four star edge from. Washington, D.C., he's a top 250, 275 recruit, uh, which is really, I mean, he, he would be a huge impact. Uh, you have Josiah Brown, who's uh, former teammates with Dylan Braithwaite, uh, the wide receiver for Rutgers freshman. He's being recruited by everybody. Uh, I just wanted to look that up. I mean, he's literally being recruited by everybody, Georgia, Alabama, Florida, Florida State, Michigan, Notre Dame, Penn State, Miami, Oklahoma, Wisconsin. And he's on campus this weekend taking an official visit. He's been at Rutgers multiple times. They have a legitimate chance to get him. Uh, he's the number one recruit in New York State. DD uh, Holmes who I mentioned he's you know he's got a he's got a final six of Florida Florida State Maryland Michigan South Carolina and Rutgers Rutgers is his first visit. That's gonna be it's you know you almost don't want the first visit but at the same time to get him on campus is, is really big. They have Corey Duff Jr., who's going to be back. He's a former teammate of uh, Ian Strong, another freshman, um, and they have, you know, seven seven recruits from Florida, five from North Carolina. So I'm I'm just thrilled to see the recruiting focus expand. I think for too long football has just kind of overfocused in a way on New Jersey. I think. You're going to get the new jersey kids that want to be there and otherwise you really do have to extend your reach and and i think shiana was learning i think that the staff is learning you know they have i say a crumpler real high potential high-end three-star he's got family history Alji crumpler most notable his brother started in the nfl his father his his other brother as well but he could be a really really big get for them on receiver he's there Recruiting, you know, he's on his official visit, but he's committed AJ to who, by the way, did really well last week uh, in, in terms of uh, competing for the opening elite 11, uh, didn't get picked, but uh, really positive reviews from everyone that was there and and saw him. I think he's going to end up being a steal for them at quarterback. Uh, And then you have Monte Keener, another uh, three-star tight end. We have these three guys that are there to help recruit everybody else. And they have some, you know, some high end four star recruits on campus and this is just the first weekend. Uh, but to have that many, have that many from outside of New Jersey. And then uh, next week is going to be a big recruiting week too. Uh, I, I think that, you know, the recruiting class are in the top 30 right now nationally. They need to add some four star guys, but they're they're targeting four star guys and they have a legitimate chance with some four star guys. So I think recruiting honestly is doing better than I expected after last year. And I think that fans have a right to be concerned about, you know, can the program get over the hump this year, four wins, uh, five wins, six wins, seven wins. You know, when is Rutgers going to start to ascend under Shiano 2.0? We'll see. But I think this weekend, honestly, is, is, is a, should, should breed hope that he's still resonating on the recruiting trail and the program is still building. And, I'm hopeful basketball. I tweeted this this morning. They are included right now in John Rossine and Andy Katz, pretty much aside from Jeff Goodman and anyone feel at 68. I mean, they're the two biggest, I think national writers at this point, aside from your, you know, traditional ESPN, all that uh, outlets. uh, And they both have Rutgers in their preseason rankings. Now the cliffs back. They both And it really hit me like a ton of bricks this morning. It's like, you know, I I, listen, last, the end of last season was disappointing. We've talked about it at length. But to have that and then have the Cam Spencer departure not that long ago and to still have national media, including Rutgers, in their preseason rankings, that, that, that for me is a step back moment of, wow, you know, the program really, we have to appreciate where, where it's come under Steve Peichel. We want it to go farther of course he wants to go to have it go farther but I, I I you know yes preseason rankings at the end of the day they don't mean anything but from a from a perception standpoint perception matters and to have Rutgers and you don't think recruits are reading that stuff I mean to see Rutgers in those preseason rankings to have other fan bases reading that and seeing Rutgers there whether they want to admit it or not it's a really positive thing. They have Bryce Dorch, four-star recruit, class of 24, visiting this weekend. It seems you know they've had they have a very strong relationship with him. They've recruited him for over two, they offered him over two years ago. And honestly, I you really didn't hear about him much from a recruiting standpoint with Rutgers. Uh, we know about Ace Bailey, we know about Lathan Somerville, we know about Dylan Harper, fingers crossed. But you know, Delquan Warren decommits, and then two days later, Dorch commits to a visit, an official visit this weekend. So that just shows the preparation. It shows the thoroughness and that this program is built to last. So keep your eyes peeled to see how this weekend goes for Dorch. That would be, you know, he's a versatile wing. He's uh he can really defend he can create his own shot. He plays in the New England prep league, uh, which is a really good league and Rutgers is doing really well recruiting there. So, I think he's an exciting kid. I think to pair him with or to add him to the group that is Somerville, Bailey, and knock on wood Harper would would, would boost him. You know, he's right outside the top one hundred. He's a four star guy. It'd be it'd be a great addition. So we'll see. We're we're full full on portal watch as well. We're now in June. I mean, I, I I don't think there's any set timeline, but with Rutgers going overseas, you know, by early to mid-August, I do think there's some urgency, and you want to get your roster set as soon as possible. Uh, the team reports back, you know, in, in, in a week plus, uh, and they can begin summer workouts, so it's a priority. You have Cliff back now. Paul hasn't announced what he's going to do. I do think he will return. I think there's a, uh, a good feeling that he will return. As I talked about yesterday, give him space, give him time. He's earned it. He deserves it. Uh, and he'll, he'll ultimately do what he thinks is best for him. But adding, you know, you need to add a backup big now. You know, you need to add a shooter. So Rutgers doesn't have to wait. And. And. I think it could happen anytime. Remember, I mean, Jacob Young, it almost felt like he just showed up and committed. Obviously, that's not how it actually went, but that's how it appeared because no one had heard anything. Uh, same thing kind of with Cam Spencer. They've had other visitors in the past where just pop, kind of popped up or you found out after the fact where no one was reporting it. And then all of a sudden it comes out. So uh, I'm on Portal Watch for sure. Uh, who knows if, you know, if they have anybody else visiting this weekend, but uh, it's exciting. It's exciting. I, I think that they have a, they're a really stable core group on the roster right now. And to get the national respect, despite, you know, some of the hits, in the, I, I think the fan base, is, parts of the fan base have panicked even more than the national media has. And I think that just shows how much respect Michael garners and how much the program re- benefited the doubt that Rutgers now gets. And you know, if you if you follow on Twitter, I mean, there's plenty of Big Ten accounts that are tweeting their power rankings now that the early entrants have returned, and we know have a better idea of what rosters look like. And everyone's picking, you know, Rutgers in the middle of the pack. They're not picking them in the top five, but they're not picking them in the bottom four either. And I'm I'm sure there's some Rutgers fans that probably are like, Rutgers is gonna, you know, they're worried, right? But national perception. Conference perception. They're not as worried about Rutgers as some fans are. And uh, that's progress. So, yes, we want to go farther. We want to get back to the NCAA tournament. We want to make a run in the NCAA tournament. We want to finish in the top four of the Big Ten. We We all want that to happen. But it's days like this that I think we also have to step back and say, hey, you know what? The program's come pretty far, too. There's farther to go. But let's appreciate where we are right now. And then, you know, I have to give credit to Scott Goodale. He's really making strides uh, this offseason, both in the portal and uh, on the um, recruiting trail. He just landed a uh, really big uh, recruit, uh, Nate Blanchett. Uh, This was yesterday. I wrote about it this morning. He's a uh, junior national champion, two-time New England state champ. He's in the class of 24. That's a big-time recruit. He's a top 60 overall prospect. Uh, at 170 and then he's he's landed multiple guys in the transfer portal that are all gonna i think fill in end up being starters next year uh uh jacob butler and mitch moore from oklahoma are gonna be probably at the 141 149 slots then you have uh yara from uh the uh heavyweight from harvard he's definitely you know he's definitely in line for for that spot so Even programs that that had disappointing ends to their season, they are positively adding to their programs in the offseason. And that's that's stability. That's um, leadership. And a big part of that also is being in the Big Ten. And it's a great thing. Now, we all want Rutgers to be more financially secure in terms of you know the athletic department has been in the red for a long time There was something that came out about subsidized subsidies and you know rutgers is the only big 10 school that was mentioned Uh, i believe it's about 20 million this past year we know the division at rutgers and 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 the those that are not uh understanding or, or really tolerant of of athletics being a major part of the university, although you know, President Holloway has talked about the budget and how much athletics really impacts it, which is not, you know, from percentage-wise, he quoted 10, 2%. But anyway, we always, we always want it better, right? We want more money for the athletics department. We want more money for NIL. Uh, it's only going to make things better. We want more money for facilities. Uh, we always want more. But things are still good. You know, we want more of that share from the Big Ten. I know people answered in the Q&A last week. So people were, you know, mad about UCLA and USC getting full share right away. The good news is the Big Ten TV deal is coming. I haven't really been able to write about it yet. Uh, th- there is some, some details that apparently were reported by Pete Thamel that the whole conference, you know, w- weren't fully aware of. And the, and the the total payout might not annually, might not be as high as they thought, but it's still going to be really high. And it's only going to get higher. And although Rutgers can get more stable financially and can get more competitive on the field and improve across multiple programs, there's a lot of good coaches in the athletic department right now. Pat Hobbs, I know he could be an easy target at times for NIL frustrations. And as it, you know, like I said, you could always do better, right? They did announce the NIL story yesterday. I think that's a great thing. And it's, it's truly the intention of um, what NIL is supposed to be. Uh, but I know that they're working on more. And I think along with appreciation is is, is I know people don't like this word, the P word, but patience also. You know, Rutgers is that you know, they're not a top three, four. You know, they're not a blue butt. They're not Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State. But Rutgers is almost a decade now and being in the Big Ten is a, in a lot better position, is a lot more competitive, is a lot more respected than it was a decade ago. Just think about where we're going to be a decade from now. So that's really what I wanted to focus on. Today, Friday, summer weekend, it's going to be really hot. It's really hot today. And uh, I just think that we're always striving to be better. I'm going to be critical when I think be critical. But at the same time, I think, especially going into summer now, but the way recruiting is going for multiple programs, we're seeing positive signs. The way that realignment is being talked about and conferences are seemingly very unstable uh ACC Pac 12 uh UConn just wins the national championship in the Big East and now they they you know if they go to the Big 12 is that you know what they need to do to survive for football and basketball is it going to kill their olympic sports you know do they stay in the Big East and then ultimately it hurts them a the lot long- i mean it's it's i don't think it's an easy answer either way to be honest with you but we don't have those problems rutgers is not focusing their energy on stability as a University as a school, as a program, when it comes to big time athletics, things are stable. Things are secure. We're focusing on things we want to be focusing on and getting better as an athletic department, as individual programs, and that's a great thing. So, thank you for listening and watching once again. Thank you for reading all my content at Scholarfaithful.com. I'll have more out this weekend. Commit watch both with football and basketball for sure, and have a great weekend and talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening and watching here at The Scarlet Faithful.